I don't know my left and right. No, Laura's doing do the I. L back at me. <laughs> I do. It's just because in I don't know my left or right either. But yeah. obviously you did that. Oh, and, and then went it's right, right. But for me, I that's was like, left. That's the left. <laughs> we're not. We're not very clever. Um, <laughs> Hello and welcome back to What's On Racing. I'm Holly. I'm Laura. What's on this week? Well, we had a little we had a little breather week, so we've we, had, a, we, we had did. a couple of weeks. Yeah, we've had a couple of weeks. Uh, it is my fault. It's not your fault. Everybody needs a little recuperation sometimes. Everyone needs some recoup. However, we're back. We're back. I still have migraines, which is why I've been off. I can't see right now, but it's fine. Brain is still doing the brain thing. That's fine. Yeah. So uh, we kind of obviously mentioned in our last one about um, mental health being shit, mental health, and trying to have good positive thoughts. Yeah. But also an exciting project, which is this podcast. Yeah. And we still want that. We still need that. Yeah. It's just then physical illness took over as well. And I have spent the last like week and a half in bed. So we're just taking things slowly and trying again. Trying again. So. It was Canada. It was Canada. And I think that Canada brought a little bit of some unexpectedness. Yeah. Brought a lot of bat markers up. Yeah. Hulk and Albon, to name a couple, straight I off mean, the bat. The weather really helped. Because... The weather shook up everything and it was fantastic. Yes. And there was some really cracking driving. It was brilliant driving. Oh, who was it who had that incredible overtake? There were a few. There were a few fantastic overtakes. overtakes. It certainly wasn't Carlos, was it? No. He did not have a good weekend. He had a really bad weekend. How many times did he impede? I genuinely don't know. I think it was about four over the course of the weekend. Fucking mental. And then he got stuck behind Charles for most of the race. Yeah. He wanted to swap. Yeah. But at that point, he's failed Ferrari a lot that weekend. Yeah. At that point, Charles was doing a... I did see that Charles had a chat, actually, with Ferrari after a session. Oh, right. I I think it's just a gossip thing. There was after the qualifying, because obviously he said on the radio in Q2, when they went out for Q2, he said, I need to be on soft. And they said, no, get your banker lap in on the inters. Yeah. And then by the time he'd done his banker lap, gone round again because you obviously have to go all the way around again to get back into the pits then everyone else is on soft everyone else is on soft and then it started to rain again yeah so he didn't get that so he missed his window whereas everyone else came out on the inters didn't even complete the first lap yeah went in and got soft whereas he went out did a lap then did Did another lap lap, then then did did his time yeah then came back in yeah and by that point it was ferrari set for crunch talks today after charles leclerc Fence fury with tension rising. Yeah. And there's like one, two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, there's a lot of reports on that same kind of topic. One of the commentators at one point over the weekend, and I can't remember who it was, and I can't remember exactly at which point they were saying it, and it wasn't specifically to do with Charles. Yeah. Um, it was in general were saying that in their opinion, when you're dealing with a wet track or a track that's progressively getting wetter or progressively getting drier, yeah. in their opinion, if the drivers are on a like dry compound tyre yeah. and they can see rain starting to come in on the weather radars and things like that, and there are, they can obviously hear the radios of, lots of others yeah. teams if other teams are starting to say oh there's rain here there's rain here and yeah. it's like commonly coming up then they he was whoever it was was kind of saying there should be this understanding that the team should be respected in if they say you need to box for inters now yeah because it's like a safety measure yeah and they can maybe see something that if the driver is on one side of the track you know like some of these tracks are incredibly like yeah long in yeah. Distance. Like in distance, in like a straight line. Yeah. So 
if they can see something at one end and the driver's at the other and they're going to come past the pits yeah. in that moment, for example, and yeah. they go, look, you need to box sprinters because you ain't getting around the other end of yeah. the track type of thing. Then the drive, like, they need to respect that because the, they can actually see a wider picture of the entire track yeah, rather than, the driver than just can. that two seconds in front of them. But equally, if the driver has just done a entire lap, yeah, like Charles had, yeah, and, and says... says I need to be on a drier compound. Yeah. I can do this. Yeah. Then they really ought to respect that because at yeah. that point, unless it wasn't they turn, getting wetter, unless they turn around and say it is getting wetter it now, it is currently raining at turn nine. Yeah. Yeah. Then they should respect the driver because the yeah. driver's just done it and, and gone, he knows his limit. Yeah. That's what one of the commentators was kind of saying. And then there was this thing with Charles mm. where he was he did a lap and he went. I need it. I need softs yeah. now. I need to come in and swap to dry compound. I need to go on softs. Yeah. And they were like, no, go yeah. and get your banker yeah. lap so yeah. you're safe. Yeah. And then he wasn't safe. Yeah. Because he didn't get the opportunity to actually put in a fast lap. Yeah. Because by that point, it had started raining. And again, that's the difference of they should know at that point that the weather is going to get worse. Yeah. So, yes, come in now. Okay, do it now quickly because you're not going to get another chance. Yeah, unless we get you in and out now, it ain't going to happen. Yeah, because the rain is going to come. And surely they knew the rain was going to come. Exactly. I don't understand, to be honest. And it is the most questionable, I think, Ferrari call that we've had this year so far. But I think after the horrendous Ferrari strategy for the last two years, Charles is just at the end of his tether with it. Yeah. And and I can understand. I can. Because when it's strategy call after strategy call where it's going wrong, they can only do so much. At that point, it's damage limitation. They're not making an impact. Mm. They're limiting the damage that the strategy calls are doing to their race. Yeah. With Ferrari, it's it was a, this is like another like article or something I saw going out, basically, and it it did make a really valid point that is how far can the name and heritage of Ferrari yeah. keep taking them? And some people have said everybody wants to drive a Ferrari at some point. Yeah. And if you ask... And they do. You want the big red car. Yeah. And if you ask about um, which is, you know, one of the strongest teams or, or if you could have any sports car in the world, like a lot of people would pick a Ferrari. Immediately it's the Ferrari. Which I totally understand. But heritage in a name doesn't make the car go Better. faster it yeah. doesn't make the strategy calls yeah correct absolutely so you kind of have to question and it's the same actually with mclaren mclaren are a well-known name in formula one they have had many world champions mm. they've had some incredibly fast cars over the years that have completely smashed the rest of the field out the park yeah but, but ultimately they haven't had a world championship since 2008 yeah. And the car. Is that 15 years? Yeah. There's F1 fans that haven't been alive when Ferrari have been on the top, shel top, top shelf, top step. Ferrari or McLaren? Are you on McLaren? 2008. Ferrari. Yeah, Ferrari. Ferrari, sorry. I got confused then. Oh, My yeah. Bad. No, Ferrari. Haven't been. Yeah, they haven't won. Yeah, well, McLaren was before that. No. Isn't it? McLaren won it with Lewis. Oh, of course, Lewis. Yeah. I forget Lewis was here. <laughs> He's always been at Mercedes. No, McLaren haven't won a constructor since, since 1998. There you go. 2008 Drivers' Championship. 1998 was the last yeah. constructors. That's mental. But that's what I mean. So they've been around for a long time, like yeah. in, in F1. But right now their car isn't carrying forward. No. I've got to be honest and say that I think... I've I've thought, obviously, for a while that Lando has outperformed the car. I yeah. think... Oscar is also they're starting both doing to get there. fucking well. Yeah, like I don't even know where Oscar is at the minute in terms of drivers' championship. I know that there were obviously a couple of races where both of them had some, you know, issues. I'm still never going to get over Lando's car breaking and popping Oscar's tire fucking ten places <laughs> back. Like, yeah, but they both laughed about. I know, it but the, the odds of that happening, <laughs> like, it's just it's mad. It was funny. For, well, not for them, it wasn't, but... 
yeah, so Lando Lando's P11 and Piastri is 14. Yeah, but it's his rookie year. Like I know, that's what I mean. That's like, incredible. He's, he's the two done, above him yeah. are Hulk and Albon. Yeah. Both tried and tested. Yeah. Sorry, with Norris. Yeah. They're in the same vehicle and they're two spots apart. Mm. That's crazy. I No, I think he's done really well as well this year. But they, I think, are both... He's outperforming Bottas. Oh. I, I don't think the McLaren car at the moment is... Well I, well, I don't think it's where the team wanted to be either. But, you know, again, it's the thing of heritage and history can only take so far. Yeah. And when you consider the top positions at the moment are Red Bull, who are still quite a young team. Mm. Aston Martin, who, yes, they've got the heritage, but it's a new name. Yeah. It's a new title. It's a new everything. It's a new owner, new CEO. You know, it's all changed. Yep. It's a massive impact. Mm. The heritage isn't everything. No. Like, it means you can do some cool livery designs because you can do your, you know, 100 whatever. Yeah. And And that's exciting and a bit flashy. But ultimately, Alfa Romeo have just as much heritage, really, in F1 as Ferrari do. Mm. But... Just again under a different name. Under different names, yeah. But I think it was. But I, Alfa, I know what you mean. I think an Alfa Romeo was in the first F one race ever. Was it? I think so. Hmm. Alfa Romeo F one. Oh, they entered as this team in nineteen ninety three. Fine. But I'm, I'm sure there was one in the first F one race. Yeah, they they won the drivers' championship in nineteen fifty and nineteen fifty one. You know, yeah. So that's yeah. mad. It's a it's a name that's been around again the whole time. Yeah, but yeah, so that's that's kind of it with. I think with Charles as well, he needs to almost make his decisions for himself a bit more. Yeah. Yeah, but you can you can only do so much of it. That's the issue. I know, but his contract is up at the end of 2024. Yeah. Is he going to renew it right now? Right now? Absolutely not. There's a lot of talks about him going to Aston Martin. Are there? Yeah, I've seen a few. I th- it's all complete hearsay. Instead of... It can't be instead of Nando. Because he's doing so well. Well, everybody's been questioning if... Stroll will keep his seat. Really? Well, a few people have said that Lawrence is the type of person that... I hope he is. ...would actually, like, put someone else there if Lance isn't performing. I do hope that's true. I do hope that's true because hopefully that will at least give Lance a fucking reason to fight. Yeah. Because it just feels like he's lying down taking it. Yeah. Kind of Miss Latifi for the chaos he used to cause. Yeah. We could do with some big incidents. We haven't had an incident for a while. We don't need big incidents, just well, a little bit of... We could do with some incidents. Just He just used to do random things like not move out of the way for blue flags and stuff. Just cause a little bit And just bit drive of... the wrong way around the track and then blame the car. <laughs> Again, it's little things like that yeah. that I'm never going to forget. <laughs> oh, the car did something weird then. Yeah, it went the direction that you, you drove it in, Latifi. Weird, huh? Yeah. Crazy how it does that. Yeah. Um, Which just so happened to be... The wrong way around the track. <laughs> A turn that wasn't there. <laughs> Crazy little man. But it was good fun. It was good fun, that is true. And in terms of a paid driver at least causing some form of impact on the race, he, he was doing that. Yeah, oh, definitely. 2021 wouldn't have happened the way it happened without Latifi. Mm, definitely. <laughs> it was Latifi's little crash, wasn't it? Yep. Also, did you see um, Le Mans? Uh, I didn't watch it, but I've seen all of the drama. Yeah, but... And the Ferrari win. Yeah. First time they've entered in... However many years, and they've gone straight to the top. And who was one of the drivers? Antonio Giovinazzi. Exactly. Who I adore. Who looks totally different now. Oh, yeah. I was... I that was, was really hot. <laughs> oh, but oh my Lord. Like, I fan, I've always fancied Giovinazzi. And he's always had a little bee on his helmet, and I love that as a bee person. Yep. Um, I just, I love him. I do love him. And 
I loved him with his long hair. And then he chopped it all off and it was like, hang. See, I... You're not into the long hair, are you? Not, um, not as much, no. Whereas I like, I see a dirty lad with long hair and I'm like, yes. <laughs> I've actually got a funny story about that. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Me and my mum went to watch something at the theatre the other week. Yeah. And it was, um, it was Titanic the musical. Yeah. It was really, uh, really. Was it Titanic the musical or was it Titanic? So Titanic is the story of Titanic told to the music of Celine Dion. No. So it's not just the one song. No, no, no. It's all of the music in it is Celine Dion. No, no, no. This is none. This is Titanic. The Titanic musical. the musical. It's not based off of the Titanic film. Oh, okay. It's not to do with Jack and Rose or anything like that. It's, yeah. It's a musical about... A similar like story of you have the first class, second class, third, third class, class, yeah, and then the working, the people actually working. You've got like the captain and all that. Um, it is a story like that, but it's none of the music, none of it. it the characters are the people that were in. Oh, cool! They're based on actual people that were on the ship. That's cool. Um, really good. Yeah, really enjoyed it. Some really kind of like moments that made you goosebump and everything. Yeah. and you're like, oh, that's really sad. Emotional. Yeah, it was really good. But why you say why it made me think of that was that when they all came on in the beginning, basically all of the actors and actresses were dressed. They were boarding the passengers. Yeah. So you had the characters coming on dressed as like the first class people, the second yeah. class people, and then you had kind of the extra people who were the servants grabbing the luggage, running yeah. off, and they were all in like the tailcoats and you know the little bow ties yeah. and everything, and with the hair like sleeked back in that fashion that it would have been yeah. back then, and all very like looking very clean shaven and everything. Anyways, so they're all kind of coming on. Me and Mum are just sat there watching it and you know enjoying it and mum's kind of bobbing along to the music it's really cute and then a little bit later there's a scene where one of the characters in it is like one of the engineers and he does he's in the coal room and stuff yeah because they have that little storyline of obviously going faster and they're working class yeah doing their job and so they have a little song set where it's him and four of the other guys all pretending to like shovel the coal and stoke the fires and all of that so they come on (laughs) in these kind of ragtag outfits that are all dirty and they've got their hairs all messed up yeah they've got like grease stains and like fake coal marks like on their face and across their nose and stuff and they come on and they're singing and dancing (laughs) and i'm like to my mum oh some of them are quite good looking aren't they (laughs) Thinking nothing more of it. And then a bit later, they have like another scene where they're all dressed up and smart with their hair slicked back. And I went, oh my God, mum, they're the same actors. (laughs) (laughs) They're the same actors doing multiple roles. And apparently I like dirty looking people. There you go. And all this time you've been like, no, he looks dirty. You could do better than that, Holly. But no, but so maybe the long hair, the longer hair isn't my cup of tea. But the The dirty, (laughs) rugged. Oh, my mum thought it was hilarious it is good it took me that it genuinely took me about 20 minutes in to realise that they were the same actors keep coming back on in different outfits no they've got 300 uh, (laughs) actors backstage just waiting for 10 minutes well speaking of which embarrassing yourself in front of a mum I was watching my partner's mum no I wasn't I was watching (laughs) my partner play cricket with my partner's mum and dad and we were talking and this this one dude came out and I was like, oh, I know that one's name. And his mum was like, oh, yeah, that's this person. And I was like, yeah. And she was like, how do you know that person's name? And I was like, oh, uh, Steve, what his name was, because I quite fancied him. <laughs> <laughs> and so I just told my partner's mum that I fancy someone else. It's like, oh, gosh, embarrassing. Oh, window shopping. Yeah, nothing wrong with that. I can't even remember what program it was but there's nothing wrong with window shopping as long as you no, nothing wrong with looking at new cars as long as you park in the right garage there you go there you go why were we talking about this because uh, Gio looks hot oh, with his haircut yeah. but anyways how cool was that though it's Ferrari. fucking cool but there you go yeah. Ferrari having 
not been in it and then they just ended it won it yeah immediately so like yeah that's what i've got hiccups now <laughs> that's what ferrari need to do yeah so they can do it yeah so why... where does that team come from i don't know who who built that like who's part of the Le Mans team i don't know either but there's there's a prime example of that the, the heritage ferrari can the do. heritage can still yeah achieve they just need to bring it to f1 yeah and they just quite frankly haven't for too fucking long yeah L- look at seb yeah he went to ferrari to win a championship in a ferrari yeah that was the only reason. He has said that that is the reason he went, because he wanted to have a Ferrari World Championship under his belt. I think a lot of them have gone there for that reason. Yeah. Hasn't happened. It hasn't. I think that's another reason almost why Lewis hasn't yet gone there. Yeah. I think he would have done. Mm. I feel like he would have done. Yeah. I, I think so. Are you coming up? Come on in. If you're coming up, come up. Good chap. <laughs> we have a little Len with us today. You might have to explain that Lenny is a dog. <laughs> Lenny is a dog. <laughs> little Lenny is my brother's dog. And I have him for a few days. Oh, did you pop the microphone? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. That was a little Lenny bop. <laughs> we'll put a photo up on the socials. On Instagram of little Lenny. Little Lenny Len. Joining in the recording. With his little Lenny legs. Okay, so where were we? Canada. So another thing about Canada. What happened? I uh, mean... The first FP1 was completely cancelled. It was. That's pretty mad. Gasly red flagged it and then they couldn't get it going again. Yeah. Doesn't happen that often, does it? No. Because it was quite early on, wasn't it? Yeah. Crazy. And Gasly's red flag was because... It wasn't like he didn't crash. It was like a car failure type thing, wasn't it? Oh, okay. It? I didn't realise that. Yeah, I don't think So I didn't crashed. watch FP1. I didn't watch anything that day. I tried to. Yeah. But nothing <laughs> happened. It didn't turn on. So, yeah, I think it was just like he had an issue with the car, stopped on track. Well, wasn't it something it to do with local CCTV? Yeah, they couldn't down. get the CCTV of the track working. Which felt suspicious, so they cancelled the session? Well, it's also a safety issue because they can't see where they're relying then solely on the like GPSs of and where they radios. are off the track. Yeah, that makes sense. They have no video of what's happening. Oh, so it was like all of the cameras were down. Yeah, like the CCTV of the track, like the cameras. I thought that was the issue because the whole thing went off, didn't it? I don't know. I didn't watch it. I just saw. I just saw a. No- I just saw a um, news article titled. Hmm. Why, that's what I thought cancelled. was going on. Yeah, I, I may have know. misunderstood the situation. But yeah, yeah, it just kind of ended, and that was that. Then, as we say, we had an epic qualifying. Then we had okay. We're gonna have to mention it because our group chat was just a barrage of it the yeah. entire race. Albon did great. <laughs> Albon's the new king driver. Can everyone just admit <laughs> that Albon is the best driver on the track? Yes, Andrew, he did a good job. <laughs> but it doesn't mean we love him anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so in our F1 group chat, we have a, a chap called Andrew who is... I think you explained this last time. Oh, did I? Yeah, who Andrew is. He, he's just the biggest Albon fan you'll ever meet. Yeah. And I just don't get it. I mean, we all have drivers. Some people don't get why you love Bottas. True. So we all have drivers that we follow and adore for different reasons yeah you know that is just but the Albon thing he didn't get his fair shot oh Lenny (laughs) stop (laughs) Albon didn't get his fair shot when he was at Red Bull and they did pull him halfway through you might have to put (laughs) Lenny on the floor or put the microphone at a different angle (laughs) Lenny is on the floor um (laughs) they did just kick him out halfway through his first season with Red Bull yes and it was brutal however he wasn't performing yeah and Red Bull are the type of team that will do that yeah and they have that reputation however that year was the year that I was doing my own table where I worked out basically based on consistency, so where drivers were finishing. And overall that season, although they replaced him with Gasly and then 
brought Perez in. Mm. Is that a pattern? Was it just Kathleen then Perez? When was Danny Rick? Before? Before. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah? Albon that year actually outperformed Perez in terms of consistency. He didn't get as many points in the race. Mm -hmm. But in terms of actual grid position and qualifying versus race finish, he did better. Yeah. Yeah. So he actually, he does perform well. He just didn't have the points to back it up. Yeah. And with, I know I'm a sucker for it, but I listen to the commentators, I think, I think too much at times. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just take their word as gospel because I'm like, well, they know what they're talking about. But he does actually perform really quite well. Do you know what as well? The commentators are essentially doing exactly what we are doing now. Yeah. They are giving their opinion. On what's happening on the race. Yes, they've been to every race for the last seven years or however long. granted, they know the drivers, they know the teams. Yeah, they do. They know more. A lot of them are Mm ex-drivers. They do understand. But... They are still giving an opinion and making assumptions. Yeah, and they can't remember everything. Like I'm already struggling to remember Canada. Yeah, and it was only three days ago. Three, four days ago. Yeah. And it's, it's how are they supposed to remember every race for the last however many years with, mm. with for one driver? Yeah. And then they're not going to, and it's unrealistic to expect them to. So I think... A lot of my Albon resistance is based on what I've heard the commentators say Mm. over the years. But he has got a fucking cool story. Mm. He has got a massive comeback. Yeah. Not only did he lose a Red Bull seat and then lose his seat, he came back again. Like, he had a comeback in, like, 2018. Yeah. And now he's had another. And it's, it's so cool. And... Yeah, I do kind of understand the album thing. But I'm never going to let Andrew know that. (laughs) I mean, I wouldn't say he's one of the drivers that I would, if they kind of said to me, I support this person, I wouldn't be like, oh my God. Yeah. You support them? But he's, I think he's 12th in championship. Yeah. Sergeant is 20th. Yeah. And yes, it's his rookie season. But again, just to compare Albon, who is, I think, basically been in it as long as Lando. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they were the same year. Mm. Yes, Albon had a year out. But that's, he's massively outperforming the rookie of Logan Sargent. Yeah. Compared to Norris's outperforming of Piastri. Which yeah. I, I will sing Piastri's praises all day long. Oh, he is incredible. He's an incredible driver. And his F2 drive that year was fantastic. He is absolutely And he, he's brilliant. another one that F4, F3, F2, boom, I'm in F1 straight away. He just smashed in, ran with it. And it is a shame that they don't often, it is a shame they don't often do the Max Verstappen thing of just pulling them up through the ranks and going like, no, nah, you're going to drive for us right now. Yeah. But, because I genuinely think that Piastri could be another one of those. Mm. But he just won't be given that opportunity because they don't do that anymore. But he's yeah. a fucking good driver. He's really good. He's. I definitely think that there are quite a few drivers that are outperforming their cars. Massively. Rather than we're very used to seeing good drivers, and I'm not saying they're bad drivers, yeah. but good drivers in, in good cars high performing cars and actually i think at the moment we're seeing a real interesting mix of exceptional young drivers outperforming a car yeah because they are bringing something new to it like something fresh to it absolutely and you can even put that comparison with lewis yeah yes lewis is an incredible driver Mm. but now he's in a machine that for the last season and a half hasn't been performing and he hasn't won a single race. Yeah. And no, nobody is saying it's just the driver. But now nobody is going, it's just the car. Yeah. Because Perez and Verstappen are a very good example of why it's not just the car. Yeah. If it was just, unless unless they genuinely have made Max's Red Bull faster or better. Different. It wouldn't surprise me if they are giving Max all of the upgrades before they give them to Perez. It wouldn't surprise me. 
No, maybe not. But I also think there is a risk with that because, like, they gave, um, I think it was McLaren, didn't one race, Oscar had an upgrade and Lando didn't. And then Oscar's didn't end up doing as well because the upgrades don't always... Upgrades no. don't always equal better. If you don't, if you put an upgrade on, but then you don't have the right balance, yeah, that's it can completely, just as yeah, it can completely mess up the car in that sense as well, and not even like physically mess up the car, mess up the drivability. Yeah. So, I yes, I wouldn't be surprised if Max is getting the upgrades, but I also wouldn't be surprised if they're testing them with Perez on Perez so. first, yeah, before they go. Okay, Max. Here's an upgrade that may or you know, may not he work. Is drastically underperforming in comparison to Max. Yeah, I do like Perez, and I I adore I adore him. I love. Jim I Perez. do like him, but I do. He's a fan. He he's another bloody incredible driver. He's that when he's switched on, he will make that day happen. Yeah, he's had some incredibly incredible drives that I can think of where I'm like. Oh, yeah, like he deserves, yep, he like, deserves that. But without then... sounding like a wanker, some of his drives it, are artistry. Yeah. It's beautiful, the things he can do with that car. But he's very much like a pendulum. Yeah, yeah. One minute he is on fire. Yeah. And the next minute he is scraping the back. And I think that's another Bottas. Maybe. I almost think it's Bottas to an extreme. Yeah. Because I think Valtteri... I think he is getting worse, and I do hate to admit it, but mm-hmm. I do. But if you go on consistency again, Checo is all over the shop. Bottas has never really been as extreme, but mm. on his day, he can fucking put it together. But Checo is not in a position where he can be that chill with it. Yeah. He's got Sonoda and Ricardo. Waiting for that fucking seat. Oh, yeah. If not more, Liam Lawson is also hanging in the Yeah, true, true. And they've also got more people currently storming through F2 that are also going to be waiting in the wings. Yeah, I missed F2 this weekend. I really fancied watching an F2 race. Yes, there's an F2 racer next weekend, isn't there? Uh, Austria, probably. I thought they were at Austria, but maybe I've got my weeks. I'd be su- thinking about it. I would be surprised if they're doing a triple header. Oh no, it's not a triple header, is it? No, it's a week. Yeah, because they do Silverstone. I don't know if they're doing Austria. Let me have a look. But yeah, I did miss F two this week too. But yeah, I think that there are certain drivers that are plateauing. Yeah, the next kind race is of... Austria. Oh, it is cool. I kind of I I know you adore him. I feel like Bottas is plateauing a little bit. I I don't even think he's plateauing. I think he's I think he's going downhill. I think he's preparing himself to not be in the sport before he they've told him he's not in the sport. Well, this is the thing. He he talks he spoke a little while ago about cycling and how he can only do so much cycling because it changes the shape of your body. Okay. And the changing shape of your body is fantastic for cycling. But it does mean his strength isn't where his strength needs to be for F1. Yeah. So he restricts how much cycling he can do, which must be fucking hard if he's enjoying it that much. Yeah. But he is doing more and more. And if you look at a picture of him now compared to 12 months ago, he has completely changed shape. Yeah. And... I don't necessarily think that his heart's not in it. I think he does love the sport. And I think he still is enjoying being at Alfa Romeo more than he's enjoyed Mercedes for the last few years. I I do think that. I think he'd love to be winning races. But... Wouldn't they all? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) They would all love to be winning races. But I think he said he wants to at least get a victory in another car that isn't the Mercedes before he stops the sport. I don't know how many other places are going to give him the opportunity. That's the though. thing. I don't think he's going to have a chance. If he's not performing, he needs to be doing things with that Alfa Romeo that shock the other teams yeah. so that they even consider him. Because yeah. right now, as we've just said, there are so many others. Yeah. And Joe isn't standing out. No. He's not done anything special and he's on his second year now. Yeah, when you've got he brings an entire new load of yeah he brings fan he, base, he brings money yeah 
yeah Bottas unfortunately is kind of is he the only finished driver on the track at the minute he is isn't he i think so but he also... we usually have a lot of fins on we've kind of i don't mean this i'm not grouping them together as in that sort of sense but we've got quite a few of the kind of scandinavian scandi, yeah. group so it's not like he's... this is the thing we've got a lot of scandi we've got a lot of european yeah we've got a lot of english yeah we've got two australian yeah here and there yeah and then we've got our mexican driver an american an american driver a chinese driver and japanese and a japanese driver yeah and a canadian yeah that's five people that aren't, I think, that only five people that aren't I mean, Alban. British and European. Alban is... he's He drives under the Thai flag. Yeah. But I believe he's born and raised in Britain. Yeah. Um, dual citizenship. I understand why he would go for Thai. I do mm. get it. Again, it's that bringing in a new market. He Definitely. has a world of sponsors that the other drivers don't. Yeah. But um, But it's still, that's still the point. That's how many? Five. Yeah. Yeah. Out of 20. Yeah. So that is the difference between Bottas and Joe. Yeah. Joe has this whole market that is huge. Oh, yeah. The size of the Chinese market. Yes. You know. <laughs> yeah. It, it outnumbers all of the rest. Yeah. And the money that Sonoda has brought in already is insane. Honda have basically said... We're not going to make them put Sonoda in the Red Bull. <coughs> who, who, have Sonoda, who, who have Honda just signed on with? Is that Aston? Yes. I think they signed up with Aston Martin. Yeah, you can Google that. That's going to annoy me. I'm sure it's Aston Martin. Alfa Romeo has been signed, uh, written over by, bought out by Chevrolet? Or have I made that up? Uh, Honda will be returning as the fully-fledged return with Aston Martin in 2026. And who's bought Aston Martin? Who's bought Alfa Romeo? There it is. Um, I can't actually find it. Audi. Oh, yeah. You know, we've got these new teams, team names title sponsors, engine manufacturers coming in now. Mm-hmm. Are they going to want to keep these drivers that aren't not necessarily not performing, but not doing anything outstanding? I think the difference is, like we say, we've got a handful of drivers that pendulum. Mm. Um, sometimes they're on top form. Yeah. Sometimes they're at the back yeah. or not even finishing. You've got the rookies who are allowed to basically have issues and if they even get in the top 15, everyone's thrilled yeah. because, you know, they're not in the bottom five. Yeah. So they're allowed think... that little ba- that little thing. Then you yeah. have a handful of the people like Max Alonso. To be fair, I know he's not necessarily getting loads of podiums, but someone like Hamilton who's constantly at the top end of the points. Yes. Yeah. And Russell, he's doing well. Russell, got those lot who are... They're your solid. Always there. You've got the kind of mid-tier that is people like Lando, Lando, Oscar, that are doing well, but they're having to outperform their car. Gasly, yeah. And then you've just got a handful, which are kind of sat in the middle, that aren't really doing... They feel like little extras. Yeah. They're not really doing anything impressive, but anything awful. Yeah. And this is why I think... They're just... Just to bring up Haas and someone completely different, but K-Mag is not doing shit this year. No, because last year he was like... He was on fire. He was incredible. He seemed angry. Yeah. But like this year, Hulk Hulk. has finished in qualifying in a P2 and a P3. Yeah. Hulk has been... That's mad. Pushing. He's been fighting. Yes, it's not always followed through, but he fucking did it. Oh, like he, I think that's the difference, isn't it, as well? It's even if they don't always succeed, it's seeing the attack. And, and it's evidence that you're pushing. He's yeah, trying really he's, hard. Yeah, he really wants... He wants that seat. And then there are other drivers who are like, meh. Yeah. That, I'm not saying they are, because no. I'm sure that as hell I'm sure that they is are fighting, not. But he doesn't feel like it. It's not 
portrayed yeah. as they are. Yeah. So I think, and I almost feel like, I know it was, again, there was a, a lot of change in the weather over Canada, things like that. And we did have some maybe unexpected people up there. But that is another like prime example of you've got those people like, Perez, like Charles, who tried something, it didn't work. Okay, yeah. they didn't make it through qualifying. But then you have the people like Hulk, like Alban, who went, I'm fighting. I'm taking advantage. I'm trying. Yeah. And well, hey, it paid off. And yeah. it either it would either do one or two things. Yeah. It either would or it wouldn't. And I appreciate both of them. And Hass are doing a good job at that. Last year, they got their yeah. pole with K-Mag for, through doing that. They exactly. took the risk. So, but there's a, a couple that are just, they're happy or they appear happy. Yeah. They're starting Floating. to fly under the radar a bit. Yeah. And yeah, it wouldn't surprise me if, if Bottas was out 2025. You'd... I don't know when his contact contract is up. I'm not sure. But I just, I just can't see it being renewed. And that hurts me to say. Like I know. And you'd almost rather be talking, you'd almost rather there be hype around people like Bottas yeah. for the fact of, did you see him try and do that lunge? And he completely missed the apex and smashed into a yeah. wall. But it was so much... But it he was, so... was fighting, like. But the Bottas stroll photo finish this weekend, yeah, that was great, and I loved that. That's the first time I think I've seen Bottas's name in a way that isn't going. Look at his silly haircut this but, season, and it was only the only reason they really highlighted it, and they didn't really even highlight it that much during the race. Yeah, it was after. It was after, and the reason they highlighted it was because they said it was Stroll getting his payback on the fact that Bottas did it did to it him. Did it on? No, did it walk on? Did, did it walk on or something? Yeah. yeah, but it was like, oh, you know, Bottas is getting his comeuppance, comeuppance or yeah. whatever it is, and it's like, but that's fucking racing. We've seen racing. Yeah, look at them go. And there was that that like there was a load of racing at Canada there were some really good overtakes but that's almost what you want you want people to be talking about drivers for good or bad yeah but at least they're talking about it all publicity is good publicity exactly yeah Sergeant isn't getting that he isn't but again it's a rookie year the same with Nick DeVries that's what I was about to say he he's almost shot himself in the foot as well coming in and going yes it's my rookie season but I'm not a rookie yeah because he came in cocky. He came in guns blazing after after the race he stood in for Stroll. Yeah. Was it Stroll? No, he did three cars in one weekend and smashed it. I can't remember what it was, but he did He did a drive in the... Was it the McLaren? The Alpha? I don't think he was in the McLaren. I think he was. I think. Because he's the Mercedes reserve. So he did FP1 in the Mercedes and then a different drive, which I think was the McLaren... And then drove the race in the Aston, I think. DeVries 22? He made his debut for Williams at tw- in 2022. Okay. It was the Williams. He didn't... He drove more than one car. It might have only been two. I thought it was three. He was signed as a McLaren young driver. Right. Was a reserve driver for Mercedes in 2020. Oh, I'm being phoned. Oh. He drove in the Williams for Albon in 2022. He did a practice session at the French Grand Prix in Mercedes. And then he also did another practice session for Mercedes in Mexico. He, he then did the Al- tested an Alpine <laughs> in September. Italy. Was it Italy? He got fitted as Lando's replacement in Sao Paulo was fitted for the McLaren car because Lando had food poisoning but Lando got better and did the race which I do remember actually him being really sick yeah and then he came back to Williams and did the race at the Italian Grand Prix not in Williams I'm sure he did three cars Italian GP they are all three cars in that year in yeah. in tw- in twenty twenty two, he did Alpine, Mercedes. He did Mercedes twice, then an Alpine, and then he was ready to go for the McLaren, but never did. And then he did the Williams. So he did do he did, three cars. He took part in the Friday practice in the Aston Martin. First practice with Williams, and then who did he drive for Williams? He drove for Williams. Oh yeah, he yeah, sorry, he did. He did Aston Martin he took over Zeb. 
Then he went on to do the Williams Drive for album instead of album. I forgot why we were talking about that. Because we were basically saying he came in all guns blazing, saying how amazing he was. Yeah, and he did do a, he did make an impact last year. It was fucking impressive. Yeah, because he was here, there, and everywhere. Yeah, and showing flexibility with loads yeah. of different cars. And then they've put him in the Alfa Tauri, and, and he's got no consistency. He's kind of fallen flat on his face, and he shot himself in the foot by saying how wonderful he was. I'm not a rookie. I'm a real boy. <laughs> True. But yeah, so there's been lots of kind of chaos, really, with the drivers. Yeah. It's a bit all over the place. I was really sad for Lando, getting that unsportsmanlike behaviour. Yeah, I still don't really understand it. That was one of the ones that I was, like, hearing it, but not really seeing it, because my brain, migraine things. He just was driving too slow under the safety car. That's all it is? Yeah, but they were saying, basically, he was behind Oscar, they both wanted to double... They wanted to do a double stack pit stop. So he was driving too slow. Right, okay. So that he could... And they basically said it's unsportsmanlike because he was slowing... Backing up the field. Backing up the field. But why not just say... Backing up the field. Driving, driving too, too slow, too under, slow safety under safety car. car. I guess there's not a rule about it. Well, there is because you can't... You have to... It's supposed to be within 10 car lengths of the car in front. Yes. So why why not say that? Why not say you were backing it up? Why not say you weren't keeping Delta or whatever it is? Yeah. Why not make that point rather than saying you're being unsportsman? Yeah. Yeah. Good point. Because if you think of the... There have been multiple occasions of other drivers yes. that I can think of right now in my head where not you'd go... Names. Not naming names. But where you'd go, that is unsportsman. Yeah. <laughs> like, that is not okay. Yeah. And it's never been, like, a thing before. Yeah. And I feel like if you're going to give, like, a time penalty as well, just say what they yeah, did. Yeah, give the reason. Yeah. Because, yeah, even if you look at signs this weekend. Yeah. He yeah. wasn't... He wasn't behaving like a sportsman. No. Gasly last weekend, he got two three-place grid penalties. Yeah. From one session. Yeah. You know? That's unsportsmanlike behaviour. But they just gave the, the penalty as... Yeah, said, this is what your penalty is for. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. This is where you have done wrong. Yeah. This is why you have penalty. Yeah. Just, it was such a vague thing. And I think also there was a, quite a while where a lot of people didn't understand why he'd been given it. Yeah. Why not just say? Yeah. Oh, it's because oh, it's of this. this. Yeah. And then everyone would have gone, uh, oh, yeah. Okay, yeah, oh, that yeah, makes f- sense. Fair enough. Naughty boy. <laughs> How slap, much should he slap it up? I don't know. 10 car lengths is about 30 metres. Because they, 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 again, it was said that it was just he was driving too slow, mm. which then had a knock-on effect. Mm. But how much that was, I don't actually and know. And when in the safety car was it? Because how long was the safety car? Two laps? Three laps? don't know. I can't remember. I can't remember either. But it was enough that, anyway, him and Oscar were both pitting. Yeah, I was more going on, was it not recoverable by the other drivers under the safety car? Oh, I don't know. But I, I really don't know. I suppose that's not the point, though, is it? It's the same about, like, being impeded. Could you recover it, maybe? But it's still the point is that you've had to break and yeah, break true. your focus and yeah, stuff. Yeah, good so point. I do get it. I do yeah. get it. But it's still a case of just say it as it is, don't. Give it Don't chat shit, lads. With fancy name, because it's very, very confusing for people. I've just had a different thought. Yeah. This is totally going, like, a little bit... It's not totally off topic. It's a yeah. little bit off topic. You don't really watch, like, youtube videos and stuff, no. do you? But you probably are aware that there's a group called Quadrant. Yes. Because Lando... Lando did it a couple of years ago. Yeah. And anyways... And it's him and his mates? It's yeah, it's him and a couple of And it's of mates. like uh is it like esports? Or is it just like this is just a content group? They do it's a I think it started off as like gaming, but they now just do all sorts of kind of random content here, there and everywhere. Like they've okay. done the Hot Wings challenge, they've done Oh, okay. It's they, just genuinely content. Yeah, they do all sorts of kind of funny and things. And is it mainly Lando or is it No, it's mainly the others and that Lando kind of makes special appearances in videos. So is there four of them including Lando or not including Lando? No, there's more than that now. Because isn't it quadrant because it's four? 
Yeah, but there's more than that now. Right, okay. And it's also quadrant because his number is four. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like That's what I thought like. it was. Yeah. But it's... Jesus Christ. There's like seven of them, I think. And Lando? Now? Yeah, there's seven of them plus Lando, who's not always around. So yeah. there's quite a few of them. Because he's all over the world, being exactly. an F1 driver. He's busy. But anyways, I do watch some of their videos because some of them are... Yeah, decent. ...really quite funny. And... Of all of them, there is one girl and the rest of them are guys. Great. So she is, she she holds her own though. She's so funny. Good. She's a boss. Yeah. But anyways, they released a video yesterday, which um, it's only like about six minutes long or something, which was, you know, hole in the wall? Yeah. Where they've got to like get into a shape. Shape, yeah. Yeah. So they did that, but they did it with go-karts. So they had to drive through the wall in a cart. Oh my God. So the shape stays the same. Oh, okay. It's just in a different position. It's yeah. not like you have to go sideways through the wall. <laughs> no, no, no. But they basically had to like drive through the wall. The first time they just had to get through it. The second time they had to go round a bollard and get through it. And then the third time they had to go from even further away. They had tape and scratch marks across their visor. Oh my God. So that they couldn't see properly. Yeah. And they had to go round a bollard and then through it. Jesus Christ. It's really, it's quite funny to watch because if they hit the board, yeah. they had to go in a dunk tank. Okay. That was like freezing cold. So it was quite entertaining. There's some money in this, isn't there? Oh, Lando. Yeah. And yeah, they, right. He's got a bit of money, you he's, know. Yeah, he's got some spare cash. He's, he's got a little bit on the side. A little bit of spare money, money rolling around. <laughs> so, um, and also they get like sponsors and stuff because like I say, there's quite a few of them now. Yeah, massive, um, massive content creators. But what was really enjoyable about the entire thing was that there was one of the guys literally couldn't even drive through it in a straight line. He smashed into it. <laughs> yeah. So he was gone straight away dunked. They did all do each stage, but yeah. he was like dunked straight away. Then a couple of them couldn't do the round the bollard and through, so they got dunked. And then the last one, which was helmet, yeah. guys are all scratched scratched and, and yeah. taped up and stuff. The people like Max and Lando, who are drivers, yeah. both of them failed on that. Oh, cool. There was only one person who did all three and didn't yeah. go in the dunk tank. Rhea, the girl. Yes! <laughs> Queen! Woo! Well done, girl. I know, and they they do they show in the clip the video of them watching her go through the last one without touching it, and all of the boys' faces are like, Good girl! What? Yeah. And she just goes through, and she's like, I can't see anything! <laughs> <laughs> oh I love that but it's really good and I just really it made me chuckle and it made me happy because it was like yes we love girls girl power we love girls women supporting women exactly whoop whoop big them up but no it was just really cute anyways that was what was on this week that was this week and next week is Austria but not until the end of next week oh yeah there's no F1 this weekend not this weekend this is the end of F1 next, next week. weekend that's cool so we have got a little gap again, but we'll figure something out. And we will see you next time. Yeah. Thanks for joining us. Bye. Bye. My name is Little Len and I'm saying goodbye. And I'm trying to sleep, but these two girls keep shouting and laughing. And they keep laughing really loud and it's putting me off my nap. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> He's a landing boy, isn't you, Little Len? Why are you London boy? He's from Luton. Is he? Yeah. How do you like Cornwall? Oh, it's pretty good. I really like the ice. And sometimes <laughs> the sun. Oh, he's so sweet. Bye! Bye.